Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Underline that word, Father. Who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And so all of the blessings that God has given us, because he's already given them to us, he, it's a spiritual transaction. And so those gifts are given spiritually. But in order for me to manifest those things in my life, I'm going to have to get them from the spirit. And so in order to manifest them in this physical world, like it's going to have to come through my soul. And so I have to get my soul aligned and connected with my spirit to uh, both of them working the same way. And so now whatever is in my spirit, I can extract it and manifest it in my life. Uh, and so now if I want to stop you from manifesting what you already got, the one place that I can stop it is in your soul. Because I can't, I can't, if I'm in me, I can't touch your spirit. And so if I want to get, if I want to stop what God has given you from manifesting in your life, then I got to, because I don't need to, I don't need to attack your body. I don't need to attack your body. Because if there's any physical uh, ailment that I'm suffering with in my body, it's because I haven't connected the healing that I was supposed to have in my soul. Like, I think that it's something that I just got to deal with or it's something that I got to get through or fight through or something, but I don't, I don't connect that healing in my soul. And so now, because the body going to follow the soul. Like, the body's going to follow whatever the mind tells it to do. If I say raise my right hand, my body can't do it on its own. My soul got to tell my body to raise my right hand. And so the body going to do what the soul tell it. And so now if I want to stop manifestation from happening, I got to get to your soul. And so now let's turn to Ephesians chapter 6. Let's go to verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So what, is, what does that high places mean? What's the highest part of your body? What's in your head? And so the high places that we wrestling with is right here in my mind. Because I, like, I don't have to do a lot of wrestling. Like my spirit... It's perfect. And so in my mind, that's where I get introduced different thoughts and different ideas and different things to contest what my spirit tells me is already mine. And so now the enemy, the only way that he could stop any manifestation from happening is for you to give him access to the one place that can, that can halt the, the, uh, the, the process or the progress of what God has already given you in your spirit. And that's going at your soul. And so if I, can, if I can get, and so now I give him access by my eye gates, by my ear gates, by my mouth gates. And so now what am I letting in through what I'm seeing? What am I letting in through what I'm hearing? What am I letting in through what I'm saying? Because he can't, he can't access nothing, no other kind of way unless he is given access. That's why, like, he can't overtake you. He can't possess you. Like, he can't do nothing unless you give him the freedom to do it. And so now, if I can get you in your emotions, if I can get you in your feelings, if I can get your desires just turned a little bit, 
a different kind of way, then I can get you off course for what God has already provided for you to have. And so I don't, I don't need to touch your spirit if I can touch your soul. If I can touch your soul, I touch your whole life. If I don't understand that my soul has to be in alignment with my spirit, then I open myself up uh, for a lot of frustration. And so we go through life and we get, you know, we get frustrated sometimes because the things that we think we ought to have aren't manifested in our lives, but it's because it's been blocked right here. And so I, I, and so now, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And so now, God don't have to do uh, some kind of brain transplant in you. Like, he don't have to take your mind out and put Christ's in. You already have the mind of Christ. But if you don't know that I got this mind, then I'm going to take on my mind, and I'm going to deal with this thing the way that I think it needs to be dealt with. And so now, that, that word let means allow. Allow the mind that, of Christ that's in you, allow it to be. Allow it to, uh, to, to produce and manifest what it is that's already in your spirit. Because how was Jesus able to do what he was able to do and move how he was able to move the way he was able to move? Because Jesus wasn't, uh, like, he wasn't this supernatural, like, extraterrestrial being. Like, he was a human. He was a man. And so, I don't know about you, but you being a man or a woman, we got this thing called a soul. So, if, I know if I got it, then Jesus being here, he must have had it too. And so, that's why I think God, he did it this way, because now, there's nothing in the person of Jesus that you can attest to him being some... Uh, some out of place or just some exception to life. He's not an exception, but he's an example. And so now you can't say, well, that was Jesus. No, Jesus came to show you who you really are. And so now if he had to have his soul trained to walk a certain way or to move spiritually, then I got to have my soul trained that exact same way. Otherwise, I can't do greater works. I can't do his works and greater works if I don't have a mind that he had. Because you already got the spirit he got. So why can't I function the way that he functioned with just my spirit? Because if it, if, 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 if it was that easy, but it is that easy, but we would just, if God wanted it set up that way, then we'd just be spirits floating around here. But he made us tri-type for a reason. And so now you can't let the things of this world infiltrate here and make you start believing something different than what I told you. Because the minute you start believing something different than what God told you is the minute that you relinquish the power that he has given you. Because if I've given you power to tread upon serpents, like, that's a, that's a soul thing. Because now when a serpent arises, I can't let fear take place in my soul. Because don't let fear take place in your spirit. It only takes place here. So I can't get a serpent there and be like, hmm, let me go get a shovel and try to cut off his head. When I got the power, I, gotta, I try to run away, but I got the power to tread upon serpents. And so now, that's something knowledgeable in my soul. Like, my soul got to know right well. My soul got to know exactly what it is that's in my spirit. Because if, if my soul is off, my whole life is off. And so now we can look at our life and our life situations and see, like, who the culprit is. Because your spirit, just like Jesus, is perfect. And so now, if I got a perfect spirit, then I need my soul to be in alignment with my spirit, so I got to have a perfect soul. 
And they got one person that I know who has walked the earth with a perfect soul. And so perfect means uh, purpose, right? It means maturity. It means functioning in the thing that I was called to do. And so now Jesus had a perfect soul. Because if I'm Jesus, in order for me to be able to walk this life out, like, I have to be so in tune with my spirit to where I can't let what somebody else say infiltrate my soul and cause me to do something different. And so now I can't let frustration take root in my life. So, you know, Moses, Moses got so frustrated that when God told him to speak to the rock, he went on ahead and hit the rock. Because he was frustrated in his soul. And so now I can hear what God is saying in my spirit, but if my soul is off track, then it don't matter what I hear because I can't produce what I heard if my soul is off. And so now he, because he heard God say, speak to the rock. But these crazy people got me so frustrated that the thing that I know he didn't say and spoke to me in my spirit, I can't produce that thing or walk that thing out of my life because my soul is off track. And so now I'm doing something different than what he said. So let's turn to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew 11. Let's start at verse 25. And so, uh, what was the word you underlined in your Bible in that, in that first scripture? Father. And so we've been talking, like, we got to stop looking at God as just God. But God got to become Father. And so, be, and so now we talk about the Our Father's Prayer, right? And so it's the way Jesus taught us how to pray, right? And so Jesus said, our father. But before our father could be our father, he got to be my father and he got to be your father. Like, it got to be a personal relationship. I can't try to just get in on yours. I got to have my own. Because now when my and your come together, we got ours. When mine and yours combine, now he's ours. I'm not trying to take something that, sure, you know, you ever had something and, uh, Somebody want what you got, and they try to, they try to say it's ours. But you're like, no, this is mine. Like, you ain't put in on this. Like, these not your fries. These not our fries. These my fries. Like, you didn't, mm-mm. You said you ain't want none. I asked you, and you said you ain't want none. So now when mine come, keep your hand over there. Because you had every opportunity to have your own. But you said, nah, uh I want to do something else right now. I, won't, I, I don't, I don't want to spend time. I don't, I don't, I don't want to have that relationship. I want to just look at him as God. So you had every opportunity to get your fries, but now you see mine and you want some of mine. You, you got you to get your own. Like your relationship, like you got to have your own. And that's why I know, I know growing up, like uh, my father told me, like, you know, as, 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 as great as my relationship could be with God, you can't live off my relationship. Like to a certain age, when you can, you can, you can, you know, you can get some grace because of my relationship, but at a certain time, like, you got to have your own. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't be trying to piggyback off me. Like, get off my back. Get your own. Stop trying to ride my wave. Ride your own. Like, God, he's omnipotent, 
um, he's omnipresent. Like he has uh, himself available to have a relationship with every single person. And, and, and he made it to where you ain't got to go through uh, a veil or anything else to get to him. You ain't got to go through no priest or, you know, nobody else to have a personal relationship. You can go straight to God, straight to the Father. And so now, our Father, now he, he yours and he mine, all right? And so, like, like Jesus, like he wanted to make sure we understood that, like you have to understand that relationship. And so, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee. Oh, Father. And he said, I thank thee, O God. I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. And so now, when I come in the presence of my Father, I can't uh, bring my knowledge or what I think I know to the table. I got to become like a babe to be able to receive those hidden things that he got for me. And so I know, uh, and I know I'm not alone in this. Uh, I know I'm not the only son or the only uh, child that's alone in this. But you ever been in a situation where you thought you knew uh, a better way to do something? And so, you know, you're trying to do something, and, you know, you think you're so smart, and you're like, you know, you know Daddy, let me show you. Let me, let me do it. And so they're trying to tell you exactly how to do it. Like, all you got to do is this. No, no, let me try it this way. All you got to do, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I, I, if we do it this way, if we try this, then they do it like this. All right, go ahead. And so then, you know, and then you get frustrated because the way you thought was supposed to work, it ain't working. And so now you're trying to put a little extra in there to try to make something happen to produce what you thought was the easier way. But the father knew the best way for you to do it. And so now when I don't allow this mind to be in me and I keep my own mind, like, like the mind of Christ is God telling you exactly how to do it. But when I don't take up that mind and I keep my own mind, then that's me saying I know a better way. And so now God will sit there, all right, I'm trying to tell you how to do this. Do you do it like this? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. You do it like this. So now think about your life, Cynthia. You do it like this. No, God. What if I, Tamika? You do it like this. Kendrick, you do it like this. No, I, I know. I remember, but I, but I, I saw somebody else. They, they did this one time, and they. All right, go ahead. You smart. And so a lot of times in life, God is trying to uh, reveal the exact way he would do it. Because the mind of Christ is the mind of God. And so now you got to let this mind be in you. Allow my thoughts to become your thoughts. Stop trying to um, uh, put your thoughts above my thoughts. I try to I try to have my thoughts as a backup plan. Let's be let's be real in church tonight. There's a lot of times we like to have God as a backup plan. 
because I know, I know that he know what needs to be done. But I feel like feelings, soul, I got a better way that could do this, something I think it might be quicker, or I think it might be easier, or I just seen it done in somebody else's life, so I'm going to do it just like that. You ain't them. So if he don't tell you to do it like them, then you go hit that wall, you'll be frustrated. And so now, no, all right, not God. All right, how do you want to do this, God? Now you won't talk. But I've been trying to put my mind, I've been trying to give you my thoughts. But now, and so now God's thoughts comes through his spirit. His spirit connects to my spirit. And so now, if there's a disconnect between my spirit and my life and my life situations, then that disconnect happens in my soul. When I think that there's a, and so now, what God really trying to reveal to you is that you are what you're looking for. So now, you don't have to look around for the answer. Like, you don't have to look around for this mind. You don't have to look around for the solution. I don't have to take the veil off of a situation. He's trying to get you to take the veil off of you. You are covered up from knowing who you truly are, knowing your true ability. And so now when you get in that situation, I don't need God. And so now God revealed to me what to do in this situation. How should I do this? And so now I'm trying to unveil the situation. I need to know God. Show me what it is that you have equipped me to do to be able to handle this thing. Because he don't, like, like a problem or a situation to God, it's crumbled. Like, it ain't nothing. It's dust. It's fairy dust. It ain't even real. But what he wants to show you is who you are. Like, he wants to show you who he is. Because who I am is supposed to be who he is. But if I don't know that who I am is who he is, that stoppage happens right here. I'll let life situations to try to tell me something different than what he said. Because in my, my, like my spirit, my spirit receives everything God says. My spirit don't reject nothing he give me. But if there's any rejection that takes place, it happens in my soul. Because my soul thinks, no, that can't happen to me because I didn't went through this in life. And so, ain't nobody asked you about what you went through. When God tell you something, God don't ever ask you, now tell me, what, what it is that you went through today? Come on, sit down and tell me what it is you went through so I could see how to navigate through this. No, I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what this situation is. What I've made you to be is more than enough to handle this thing. And so now, if I don't know that, like I got, like I, I got to know that right here. So I can't let what people say Make me think differently than what I know. But I got to know in my spirit what it is that he said. And so now, like, it don't matter what happens. It don't matter what nobody say. Like, if I allow what somebody says to dictate to me how I respond, then there is an absence of identity in me because I think that what they saying means more than who I am. Tell me this. If a peasant throws a tomato at your chariot, what does that mean? 
That means that that peasant see your chariot. They can't throw something at what they don't see. And so I didn't even know that there was a peasant there. I had to look in the direction that the tomato came from to even see who it was. But that don't mean that I'm going to get out of my chariot to go choke the peasant. I'm going to keep on rolling. Because what you, that tomato don't mean nothing to me. And so now I can't let what somebody says or what somebody does hit me. And now I start getting depressed about and start feeling bad about myself. And maybe what they said is true. That tomato ain't the truth. That tomato is the truth about them. That tomato ain't got nothing to do with you. If a peasant throw a tomato, that means that they mad that they sitting on the ground. They not really mad that you, they not really mad that you riding a chariot. They mad that they not riding in a chariot. And so, it, and so now, I can't let that tomato make me feel bad about my chariot. Because that tomato ain't got nothing to do with my chariot. It got everything to do with the lack of their chariot. And so I, and so now, but I have to have the mind of Christ. To know that it don't matter what nobody say or what nobody do. Because Jesus ain't, It wasn't even the people in the streets that was talking bad about Jesus. It was the people in the church. But it was the people in the church who didn't even know him. They, did, they didn't know him, so they didn't understand him. So they was talking about something that they weren't familiar with. But he didn't let somebody talking about who I'm not make me feel a certain way about who I am. Because what they saying ain't got nothing to do with me. They feeling bad about the lack of production in their life. They feeling bad because the truth has finally showed up. And so now all of these, these rituals that they doing, and now they making people pay to do this and do that. Hold up, Jesus, you messing with our money. You got to get the hell out of here. And so we don't like what you're doing. We don't understand what you're doing because we think we got God but we don't understand that you are the express image of God. Like you're here to reveal the Father. And so now, Jesus ain't say, man, all these Pharisees, they just, they just won't leave me alone. <laughs> God, Father, I can't take it no more. I don't want to heal another person. I don't want to make another lame man walk. I'm not making all these people see that they've been blind, and they just keep talking about me. Nuh-uh. I don't care what y'all talking about. Y'all call me the devil for all y'all want. They said he was, he was doing with sorcery. Y'all can say I'm up here doing witchcraft. Whatever you saying, it don't matter to me. Because I know in my soul who I am in my spirit. And so now your words, your actions, whatever, your tomatoes, they don't make me think differently about me. Because I got to know who I am. And so, come on, let's turn real quick. Let's keep reading. 
God dog it. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So what does it mean to come unto me? How do, how do we come to Jesus? Because we can't, Jesus ain't got no address. We can't just roll up to his house and be like, hey, yo, Jesus, come outside. 